now the possum will play the banjo. It's Rock and Roll Bedtime Stories, a bonus episode where we have gathered to uh, to talk a little bit about Tom T. Hall. My name is Brian. Hey, guys. It is Murdoch. For those, if you do not know the story, it's back in the news. He actually died in August, but... Uh, when he died, because he was in his 80s, it was just sort of accepted that he must have died from natural causes, and nothing was ever really said. And then to summarize this very quickly, there was like one badly worded article that started a rumor on the internet. Well, we talk a lot about musical music-related rumors on this show. That's sort of the purpose of it. There was a, a rumor that Tom T. Hall actually committed suicide. And so this week, I think really on Wednesday, uh, it was officially announced that there was a coroner's report and his death had been ruled a suicide, I believe by a shotgun. Right. And yeah. And that's what I'd heard too. I I got that far and I stopped reading. Yeah. It's, you know, this is a tough subject for me. I mean, I've, I've lost a close friend to suicide and, you know, I think most of us know somebody. And so it's, it's really, it's really hard to see this happen. And then to, to, I I will say there's a great piece on savingcountrymusic.com. In this piece, they relate that, you know, they, they were early on breaking that he had died and then they started to hear about this and they have issued an official statement about this now that it's come out. And they've said that part of the reason that they've gone ahead and acknowledged it is they feel like it's better to acknowledge it than to let it live in in the shadows, which I think is an interesting take that I that I do sort of agree with because you know so often we shove these things to the side instead of talking about the underlying issues, and you can even see in the comments section we'll put this in the show notes but uh, of this article that people are chiming in about you know, Hey, I had a parent who did this and when they were in their eighties because their health was so miserable and they were so miserable. And we've seen this with other celebrities. I mean, even from a local and regional aspect of where we're at the, you know, the guy who founded Texas roadhouse, uh, took his own life in the last what year, I guess. And it was a similar sort of thing where he was suffering from tinnitus and it was, he was so miserable. And so, you know, it is, it's a really tough thing, but what I want to do is a acknowledge it. And of course, say if you you know if you yeah. need to talk to someone, if you are dealing with mental health issues, please um, know that you're not alone and find those resources. But also, let's celebrate a guy who was an incredible songwriter. Yeah, yeah. And I, I wanted to say to real quick from a real recent personal experience, my dad is, was the same is the same age that that Tom T. Hall was. And, and I've had to sit in front of a healthcare provider in the last 60 days where someone have, has asked me if they thought that he might commit suicide. Wow. And that was a really yeah. difficult, weird question uh, to answer. Um, and so when I heard that Tom T. Hall died, immediately in my head, Ryan, what came to my head was, I love little baby ducks Old pickup trucks, <laughs> slow moving trains, yes. and rain. I love oh. little country streams, sleep without dreams, Sunday school in May, and hey, and I love you too. He wrote that. He wrote Harper Valley PTA, right? Yeah, but he yeah. wrote that song, and that song means more to me than 
than that other song. It's for so sure. it's so funny that you jumped right to that song. That's the song for me too, and it comes from i remember you know i've talked a lot before at least to you and i know that in public speaking engagements and stuff i've talked about this before i don't know how much i've talked about it on the show but the library has always been a very important thing to me from a very young age my dad was really big on getting us to the library and it was an outing it was a it was a special thing it was a privilege and so i grew up thinking that everybody thought going to the library was like the biggest deal in the world uh because i did and one of the things that i got to access at the library was was music along with books we we had access to a library that had a great audio visual section as they used to call it and in the back room they had a bunch of vinyl records and i got to see these vinyl records in the in the early 90s i guess and i remember checking out a Tom T. Hall children's record and my dad telling me, oh, this guy's a country singer, but you're going to like it. And then, and it has, I believe it's on there. It might be the opening track um, I love. But I, when this happened, I immediately was like, I remember the album art, but I couldn't remember the name of the album. So I I went to look and what happened was in the intervening years, they've re-released it. Some record label has gotten the rights to it. They've shoved another six songs on it or something, and they just call it Tom T. Hall sings children's country songs or something generic. It looks like yeah. something you'd buy at Cracker Barrel. Yeah, I've, I've seen that too. But yeah. it was originally called Songs of Fox Hollow. And oh, it, okay. as, as soon as I Googled this, you can't really find this. You have to buy it on eBay if you want it now. You can't if it's not even on Spotify. They only have the other version. Um, it's not really on YouTube. There's pieces of it on YouTube. But if you want to see the thing, it's, you know, people who have a few copies of it are selling them on eBay for nothing. But it's a, a cartoon picture, or a drawn picture of him with a guitar walking down a country road with animals behind him. And as soon as I saw it, the memory was true. I was like, that's, that's the record. But I, I didn't know. I was like, what is the song? Like, I know if I hear the songs on here, I'll remember them. So for the last hour, I've been playing this record. And it, it is as soon as, as soon as he starts singing on, I love it was, I was like, Oh yeah, this <laughs> it's, it is. It just hits man. It, it, it's always hit. And I think now this week it hits. I want to find that, um, that cover, I was trying to find it, like just Google image immediately, and I couldn't find it because once you described it, I was like, "That that sounds kind of familiar." Yeah, 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 yeah. And and the the country songs for children reissue is very like generic looking and and discount bin looking, but this it has this great art, and I don't know what happened, or I'm mean, sure it was some sort of ownership thing where whatever record label originally put it out sold it off, and somebody decided to you know make some you know value version of it with more songs, but. It, it, it really is a, a special thing that I've always, whenever Tom T. Hall's name comes up, that's the first thing that I remember. And, and you know, when we were talking about this off mic, we were texting about it yesterday when the news came out. I said, you know, we were, we, it's like there's not that much known about Tom T. Hall. Like, we know the songs he wrote, but there's not a ton of scholarship or biography about him. Um, and, and he sort of, took himself out of the limelight pretty early. Like he kind of quit writing in 86. He really quit performing in the early nineties. Right. Yeah. He's been retired for a long time. And so you were kind of stuck with just the details we know 
about his relatively short career. I mean, he's, he's born in the mid-30s. He joins the Army in the mid-50s, and that's sort of where he gets his start. He gets on Army radio. He gets to, to do some comic songs about what it's like to be in the Army. He comes back on the GI Bill and gets uh, an opportunity to go to college and gets into college radio. Uh, and then ends up parlaying that into a he starts a band and, and this all happens in Kentucky. I mean, what Kentucky and West Virginia mostly, um, but he is really known as a Kentucky guy. Uh, and so you know he then turns this into a career where he writes for pretty much all of the big hitters in in that period of that early period of country music, sort of the golden age, um, and some huge songs but not stuff that people immediately credit to him, right? Like, he really is a songwriter. Like, it's not a, you know, I mean, there, there are people that wrote songs, like Carol King wrote tons of songs, but people are still think of Carol King as a performer as well. Yeah, um, I bet if you ask somebody, hey, who wrote Harper Valley PTA? Like, people aren't going to get that right. Right. They're not yeah. going to know it's Tom T. Hall. Right. You know? Right. And, you know, his, his son is a musician as well. No way. The wait, wait. So does he do country music too? Um, yeah, well, sort of, depending on what you define as country. He was in Bobby Bear's band for a long time. Oh, and like Bobby Bear Senior's band. I right? believe so, yeah. Not not junior. Okay. I was gonna say if it, yeah, I was gonna say if it's Bobby Bear Jr., he's in Guided by Voices, and that's just weird. Is Bobby Bear Jr. in Guided so, by Voices now? I don't think I knew that. Bobby Bear Jr. is in Guided by Voices. He is a <laughs> rhythm guitar player that's amazing and is great he looks he looks good up there too so great look great looking guitar player so hall was married a couple of times and he one of the romances was with this well he, he has the the son with uh opal but then he meets dixie hall in 1965 and i bring this up because how they met is interesting so they meet at a music industry awards dinner because she is a bluegrass songwriter. And she was invited because she wrote the song Truck Driving Son of a Gun for Dave Dudley. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's love at first listen, right? I mean, can you imagine being a being top to all aspiring country music writer and you meet this woman who wrote Truck Driving Son of a Gun? Uh, unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, you're what, what a nice match that is. I know, I know, I love it. Um, so I, I mean, what do you have any other comments? What your relationship sort of with his music and and how you feel about him? I have a I have an odd relationship with him, really. So because of my age, this is this just throws throws it in here. So I had I, I looked up some things about him just to read up, and and so. The one thing I pulled out, Brian, has to be so odd, is I remember there was a show that was on CNN, no, uh, CMT, <laughs> Country Music Television, um, and Ralph Emery hosted it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it was yeah. called Pop Goes the Country. Uh-huh. And, and Tom and Ralph Emery left that show, and then Ralph Emery had like his own talk show. Right. But Tom T. Hall became the host of that show. So I used to watch Tom T. Hall host a television show when I was like in kindergarten and first grade. Uh, right. So there's there's yep. my children's relationship with, with Tom T. Hall. Odd, right? 
Do you remember when he got the gig with Chevy Trucks? Sort of, yeah. Hi, I'm Tom T. Hall. To demonstrate Chevy's double wall toughness, we're going to hurl a 16-pound steel shot <laughs> into the bed of a fleet-side pickup. <laughs> See? A dent on the inside like you might get with shifting cargo, but not a mark on the outside. You also get rigid double steel walls in the tailgate, fenders, and hood. Chevy fleet-side pickups with double steel walls. Yeah, there's a guy throwing a shot put into the back of a Chevy truck in that commercial. Can you imagine Tom T. Hall's agent right before he pitches? He goes, hey, listen, Tom. It's truck money. is serious money. Oh, man. Uh, and wow, it, it must that must have been a big payday, I guess. I mean, I'm sure it's, you know, minuscule to what it would be like now, but imagine, you know, that's pretty solid money compared to having to write and tour and sell t-shirts or whatever you have to do like just have someone pay you money to to talk about you how you can throw a shot put in the back of a pickup truck that is some crazy ass <laughs> it's a crazy well, ass commercial i mean me. and think about you go from this is where you get in the 70s but when he starts in 64 when he moves to nashville he's working in basically a songwriting sweatshop so i i, I mean i know you know a lot about vintage nashville but for those who don't they had this system set up where you you would be a song if you had bought in as a songwriter, fifty bucks a week, and it was a publishing company. He worked for Nuki's Music, and it, it, the publishing company belonged to Jimmy C. Newman and his business partner Jimmy Key, and they had him writing up to a half dozen country songs a day. I heard um, Chris Stapleton. And and he he told this. You know, I was on a, it was an interview with him and some other people, and he explained how the gigs worked for him. It, it sounded reminiscent to what he was doing. You know, you're going to sit down, you're going to bang out like three or four in an afternoon. Yep. And I I mean, it certainly takes dedication, no matter what you say about the craft or, or right, about right, the right, art right, that comes right. out that. You know, I know friends that try to write three or four songs a day, and they they aren't as good as those songs. So, <laughs> right? So here's one for for folks who maybe just don't know their their vintage country, but maybe maybe grew up in the '90s. Uh, this is one that he wrote that it makes so much sense now that I know he wrote it because I always just thought Alan Jackson, why? What is this song? But uh, itty bitty, uh, you remember this song, little bitty? Yeah, yeah, sure. Have a little love on a little honeymoon. You got a little dish and you got a little spoon. A little bitty house and a little bitty yard. A little bitty dog and a little bitty car. But it's all right to be a little bitty. A little hometown. That's to be one of those songs where it's like, I don't know why I know that song, but it's it's the power of the Tom T. Hall ridiculous kid-friendly hook, I guess. It it is it is very overall earwormy for everyone (laughs) (laughs) is there another tom t hall song that comes to mind for you oh absolutely and and it's because of hearing it as a kid and having to ask what you know what is watermelon wine (laughs) and so as a kid at one point as a kid i think watermelon wine was the name of the song and the rest was in a parenthetical phrase but now i see it together that the song's called old dogs children and watermelon wine it's important to note that watermelon wine is not the same as watermelon sugar for our younger listeners. Very, very different. That, 
That is correct. It's literally <laughs> kind of what it sounds like it is. There's no innuendo. Old dogs and children and watermelon wine. Now, the mark of a true songwriter in real success is is the parody. Um, you know, we've already talked about I Love, but do you remember when there was a parody of I Love that got big on the Dr. Demento show? No, wh- I, I, I'm, I am unfamiliar with it, but I am so familiar with Dr. Demento, so hit me with it. Oh, man, I love Dr. Demento and Discovery. And, you know, I mean, for those that don't know Dr. Demento, we should probably do an episode of Dr. Demento at some point. Uh, yeah, well, I guess I guess that's something just to throw I'm, putting that on the list everybody. i'm putting like, that on the list it's uh there is no weird al without dr demento oh 100 oh, i mean he literally like that's how weird al breaks is on the dr yep. demento show right um and what is it that's he does it. I, is that i love rocky road that he does in a bathroom or something and and he gets it on the dr demento show that story is legendary proving yeah, the point that we need to do this yeah in his early 80s uh yeah so that's the time period so that's how he broke so so there was this spoof artist named heathen dan Heathen Dan, which I love. Uh, and, and he did a version called I Like. It goes like this. I like smoking me some grass, getting cut with glass, sniffing my cocaine and pain. <laughs> I remember this. I like noses full of snot, dead things when they rot. This is so classic Dr. Demento show, too. Like, it's everything that an 11-year-old boy just, oh, my God, just lives for. (laughs) There's a drum machine, and it's real cringy. (laughs) Yeah, but it says snot and cocaine. I mean, what else do you I know. That's Dr. Demento for me, though. Oh, man. Oh, well. If you have anything you want to add about Tom T. Hall and your relationship to uh, him, his songwriting, and the parodies, uh, feel free to drop us a note. We are the story guys at gmail.com. And for Pete's sake, everybody, if if you, we haven't piqued your interest in a little bit in Tom T. Hall, we we didn't even hit you at the beginning with it. Man, the guy had a hit song called I Like Beer. I Like Beer. You've been listening to the story guys, Brian and Murdoch, on Rock and Roll Bedtime Stories. And remember, what should people keep doing? Keep telling stories. In some of my songs I have casually mentioned The fact that I like to drink beer This little song is more to the point Roll out the barrel and lend me your ears I like beer It makes me a jolly good fellow I like beer It helps me unwind and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes me feel mellow. Oh, no. Whiskey's too rough, champagne costs too much. Vodka puts my mouth in gear. This little refrain should help.